Dude, so how did you get into photography? Like, what was like that thing that like inspired you to just start taking photos? Because you're obviously really good at taking photos. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, photography is something that's been. Uh, you know, I went to school. I, I actually in high school. I went to. I had. I was an AP art, so I had to create a portfolio of like all the different disciplines, like photography, graphic design, sculpture, painting, drawing. So it wasn't something I thought about any more than the others. I enjoy, you know, I had to take like a film photography class, I had to take a portrait or a drawing class or like a sculpture class and all that. So, you know, I enjoyed it, but I never thought anything about it. Um, and then I went to, uh, in college I went to school for graphic design. And that was the direction I chose. And then I had to take a, as part of the design program, I had to take um, a photography class. and. Mm -hmm. You know, again, I was on the track to be a designer, so I didn't think that I was gonna ever, I mean, for photography as a career or anything never like even crossed my mind. And film was so expensive to develop when you're, you know, when you're poor. <laughs> you don't have any money, film is a lot, you know, it's a lot, a lot of money to, um, to invest into it. And I just wasn't down, going down that path. And, um, <clears throat> and I became a designer. I started working, graphic designer, started working for a couple different people. I was designing book covers for a self-publishing design or a self-publishing book company for like a year and then I went freelance design and then once digital started to get good enough I uh, to use in, in like as like actual imagery in graphic design I picked up a digital camera that was more of a glorified point-and-shoot camera uh, like a six or seven megapixel but back in the time that was like that was the bomb that, that was the bomb <laughs> that was like big time right like smaller than an iPhone photo now and I had like a big it had like a big barrel lens on it and, uh, and you could use, use it on manual I think which was great because so, you could control the exposure and stuff like that um, and so I was playing around I bought it played around I was shooting like a cup on a table or like I would shoot like my cousins or something like that or just like and I would put some stuff up on my website my design website and then I pitched my nonprofit design client uh, that I've been working for for a while uh, the idea to split the expenses on a trip to Africa to build a photo, photo library and I had no idea what I was doing at this point and they said yes and I was like all right let's do this and I just like figured it out you know I just I think when you have a vision of something or you have like an end goal of something it's you work backwards everything is always working backwards and like photography has always been working backwards you have, you have a vision of something you need to execute and you need to figure out how to execute that backwards um, and get the right tools and elements into that but photography was something that kind of uh, after that trip was really like that trip was an eye-opening trip in two ways I got to, I saw the developing world for the first time or experienced it and that rocked my world to the point where I was like depressed for a couple months afterwards because you see this you get to experience this world of people that have nothing wow and they're happy and you're like you know people here work us here in the first world we're unhappy when we don't get our lattes you know and you're just like <laughs> something wrong and wrong and weird about this yeah. and it's it's so wild i mean it's now just oh now it all makes sense right like going to the whole spiritual consciousness world but at the time, that was my first in introduction into that world, and I just like I knew that there was something in me that like needed to give back and do more and make that a piece of my brand and my person. You know, just like giving back at least once a year or through photography with my gifts. You know, the things that I have, 
Um, but yeah, then the second thing that trip showed me was that photography was something that I could do. And I got back and the client was happy. I mean, I looked at the images and I was like, there was like, there's probably one or two images that are like decent images. To, to me now. <laughs> now. However, when I was on the trip, uh, when I got back from the trip, it, they were great. The images were great. The client was happy. And I was like, wow, people actually do this as a career? I didn't even know it was a career. I didn't know you could even make money with it. And then I started, I connected with another photographer in Seattle uh, like a month or two later just randomly to do <clears throat> to do some like design updates for his website or something like that mm-hmm. and then he was a super nice guy and I, I just ended up like it started like bombing him with questions and uh, eventually I got like a digital SLR and then like started shooting eventually he was like oh just come on set and like hang out you know with me and my assistant you can check it out and then eventually I started I started tagging along and then uh, eventually like started assisting him um, on a project here and there so it was just a transition I was doing I was picking up design jobs to pay the bills and then I was doing photography like focusing on photography and building my portfolio and because I, I was like oh I want to be a commercial photographer that was like the big dream and that was the path that I had taken that's what got me started in photography Guys, welcome back to the Happiness Frequency. Um, I have been busy designing the merch, and I'm actually at a seminar right now um, where I met somebody really, really cool that's super inspiring and super passionate, Nick on Ken. Um, super dope guy. Um, and guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. Um, love you guys, and thank you guys for supporting me with everything that you guys do. Um, and yeah, thank you guys. Love you guys. Um, so, dude, you were telling me about the meditation, the meditation, some like guided meditation or something like that. Can you basically like tell me about how that came about? Like how you were you doing meditation at the time and you just wanted to kind of make your own or like how did that Oh, so like the, the breathwork meditation. The breathwork meditation. Yeah, I mean, well, that the way that came about was like about a year and a half ago. I've been on this like deeper spiritual journey for the last like couple years. I've been meditating for like Vedic transcendental type meditation with a mantra for a good three or four years now. 20 minutes twice a day, usually once in the morning, most of the times in the morning, sometimes the afternoon is a little bit difficult. Did you do, did you meditate today? I did this morning, yeah, and I missed the afternoon because I was running the whole day, but um, every morning. It's my grounding tool. Like I can I I feel off without doing it. Um, and this type of meditation is like taking out the mind trash. So it's getting rid of the stress in your body. Mm-hmm. That stress comes from the the monkey chatter of the brain, right? Like your your monkey brain just like <laughs> making up stories and making up you know like and it's your negative self talk is what really creates stress in your life yeah. and uh, because you're creating resistance within. So this type of meditation I've found has, has been a really big stress reliever in that sense is it just kind of dumps your, it's like pulls out your negative thought process and, and dumps it out. So I've been doing that for a couple of years and then last year I went through a whole dark night of the soul, uh, just contemplating life, the meaning of life, not necessarily like in a suicidal sense. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, it was more of like a spiritual depression of like, what's the meaning of anything? I read A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. I, I watched the Jim 
Carrie documentary. Jim Carrey. That's right. You know, and it's just like all these little like thoughts caused me to be like, well, what does any of this matter? It's all made up. And then that just sent me down this rabbit hole of like, what's the meaning of anything? Why are we even here? <laughs> Why do I have hands? <laughs> Weird. Uh, so I was already on this like kind of questioning of life type of journey. And then I did DMT, 5-MeO DMT, which blasts you off through the universe, right? Like you're in a whole different dimension. And like that created... Um, coming back from that created a really really big contrast in my own like you know that t- you take that like questioning of the meaning of life and what's what does any of this mean you do dmt and that just creates a bigger contrast of like the out the matrix and then this world right and when i came back i had a hard time integrating like i was just like i was even more depressed right and eventually i i stumbled upon this breath work um workshop which or not even a workshop this we were at this acro yoga event and some guy who trains under wim hof was like do you guys want to do a breathwork session so we did and he did it differently there was something different about it that i've done before yeah um he wasn't counting the breaths he was just like okay let's go and then he said you know he gives instruction of like okay you breathe circular like just like this was it through the nose or was it through the through mouth? Through your mouth. Okay. Yeah, so when you breathe through your mouth, it just it's a different type of oxygen to intake for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, he played some music, you laid down, he dimmed the lights, and he walked us through it um, verbally as we were doing it. Yeah. Which was different than I had done before. Um, and I transcended to these like very euphoric states. And I was like, this is amazing. And I started to look more into it. I started doing some research, uh, and I got and got his app and started doing it my ho- at you know at home by myself. I just try, I found a good Moby soundtrack and like would look at the stopwatch and like you know do it that way. Well, then I was like, okay, I started doing it more and more, but like it's hard to drop into a deep meditative state when you're looking at it when you have to like keep checking your phone to see what the, like how long it's been. So I was like, well, why don't I do a guiding track uh, with the music and I mean I have a podcast myself so I have like radio recording mics and like all this stuff I was like why don't I just make a guiding track so that I can listen to it and like do it myself and like I don't have to look at a stopwatch I'll just measure out all the timing of of everything and use vocal cues for it so that's what I did I created that um, which I just put out there so if you want to download it you can download it um Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, can people check that out like on SoundCloud? Yeah, yeah, it. it's on my SoundCloud. My SoundCloud is just Nick SoundCloud SoundCloud.com slash Nick Alkin. Nick Alkin. Uh, there's a breathwork. Satnam is I use the mantra Satnam, which is I am truth, and like as I, as an additional anchor within the whole journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a grounding. There's like a one minute grounding on it, and then you kind of move into it, and then but that mantra kind of like keeps tying you back right like it's it's all about your focus within it so that's why i started and then i was just doing it i was like doing it almost every day and it's like 45 40 minutes for the whole like six round session wow sessions and by by two to three the second or third round in sometimes even on the first you're like your body's buzzing it's pumped with oxygen and when you exhale your breath and you hold 
after you've been breathing for circularly for two and a half minutes, you can actually hold your breath for like a good two to three minutes. And it's pretty crazy because your body just like has so much oxygen in it. And you really drop into these like beautiful states. So as I was building this, as I built this out, I was doing all this, I was doing some research around it. Um, and there's a thing called holotropic breath work. Um, yeah. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it similar to the Wim Hof? Uh, you know, that's, it's more like there's, there's not as many holds. You don't hold your breath as much on it. You basically breathe circularly for like an hour and like you breathe really intensely. Is it like, cause I've seen, um, fucking Tony Robbins. And so he does this thing where he's like, is it something like that? And he's doing that for like, I don't know, like 20 minutes or um, something? It's something, I mean, that's a different, he's using physiology, physiology so he's like moving, moving his, his body hands. with it. Yeah. This is your laying down with a blanket and eye mask. Oh. Yeah, okay. so the eye mask, you need the eye mask to kind of take you deeper and, and like, so you're going inward. Just like you would on a psychedelic journey, like, or you, or you can, when you have an eye mask on, it takes you to an inward space. The inner world. The inner world, yeah. And so that's I every time I do breath work I use a blind uh, an eye mask. And that's like a really beautiful thing. So holotropic breath work is just another version. It's like it's another it's a version of breath work, but hollow means uh whole. Mm-hmm. Tropic means move, moving towards. So holotropic states means states that are moving you towards wholeness, which could be med- meditation, breath work psychedelics you know they're all bringing to a whole inner you know making yourself whole from the inside um and that's why it's it's practice you know so you do it all, do it a lot but also what's happening is that um you, we all have a default mode network in our brain and that's like the loop that we get stuck on that's like essentially kind of our ego is that default mode network it's like whatever it is that your brain is to, that you're telling yourself that loop and the more you think about it, the more those, that, that loop gets stronger and it gravitates you towards those same thoughts. If you're thinking negative thoughts and you keep thinking, you ever notice when you like think something negative and then you think more negative things, more, it's, like, it's a downward spiral. Yeah, you go down to this down, downward spiral, yeah. but that's what depression is. Mm. So de- that depression is when you go so deep into this spiral that you believe you become the depression, you, the depression, you believe everything that you're actually thinking. Well, things that take you to a holotropic state help pull you out of that. So for me, breath work was a, was huge within that because it took me out of that like loop. Uh, you know, my loop was kind of all over the place around like what's the meaning of all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And, like, <laughs> psychedelic experiences and you experience these like huge, huge out of world, out of body experiences. You experience the matrix. And then you come back to this five, world of five senses and you're like, I don't know, what? Uh, what? What's this? There's like so much, you feel like there's so much more out there. And so like, I think breath work has really been such a huge integration piece between the two because you can still access, I've accessed similar states on breath work as I have with the five medicine. Yeah, yeah, with medicine. So it's powerful stuff. And so that's why like I wanted to start, I've been talking about breath work a lot more um, and it really is a meditation. Like it's it's part it utilizing your breath. I mean, and then in a in a more intentional way, and you're paying attention to it as well. So you're dropping into this like meditative state. 
Dude, I remember that makes me think exactly of um, I don't know if have you ever heard of like the bulletproof conference or like bulletproof like the coffee? Oh yeah, had, yeah, yeah, yeah I know bulletproof for sure. Yeah, I haven't been to the conference, but mm-hmm. but you had the coffee, right? Yeah. Do oh, you yeah. like it? Yeah, yeah, it's great. I've been to the bulletproof like coffee shop in L.A. That one, yeah, they have one in L.A. Um, dude, I was I was at the conference and um, we were doing. I think this is what this was called. I don't know if it's holotropic. But um, basically, bro, we were like, I mean, I can't show people because there's no camera, but right. um, basically I was like standing up like this and he was just like, I want you to bounce and shake your hands, mm. right? And close your eyes with the eye mask. And so we were just like, <laughs> like literally like that, just like shaking the hands, oh, like wow. shaking the body up and down doing the breathing just like in and out through the nose bro for like a good 30 to 40 minutes oh my God. He, didn't, he didn't even say like stop like every bro a group of like 50 people wow and bro i have never in my entire life experienced what i experienced there like literally when i was breathing bro just there was just a point where i was just like my soul was leaving my body wow and it was just like going up and up and up and up. And then I'm like, I mean, I think I, I guess it was like my consciousness starts to see like these clouds and then it starts to see these gates and then the gates like shatter. And I'm like literally like in heaven, but like I'm experiencing this thing in heaven, but I'm remembering. I'm like, dude, this shit's what the wait, what the fuck? I'm breathing like I'm in my body. Like what's going on? I'm like yeah. in heaven. But my body's back down there. Wow. Yeah, you can have like wild experiences on uh, like psychedelic experiences with just breath work. It's wild, man. And there's different types of it, you know. I mean, that's like you're doing it standing up, and you know, it's, and like shaking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you know different than laying down, but it's all good stuff. You know, it's all you're accessing similar similar aspects and I think when you're jumping up and down and like moving your body it's it's even doing something different with your physiology which is like what Tony Robbins says when he's doing this right the, the, yeah yeah he's like it's very similar to what you did it's like I don't know you know I don't I'm not like a, a doctor or anything so I don't know like the exact depths of it but um dude and it was it was just crazy because like in that moment um bro I started bawling my eyes out just like fucking crying like a baby and the reason I was crying so much was because I remembered this verse in the Bible that I had read one time that says the kingdom of heaven is within yeah and like bro it would just like I was I was crying so hard because I was like how is it possible that we have access to this like literally just by breathing yeah just by closing our eyes we have access to different states of awareness and consciousness yeah if you like fucking break you just break through the break you break through the veil and you just keep going like how yeah. far can you take that breathing yeah i mean that's why it's so powerful right like and then you do it every day you practice it every day and like you can access these states on a daily basis very easily without any nothing just breathing yeah yeah it's really beautiful bro I definitely bro you definitely got me uh, super intrigued when you said that you went to Costa Rica bro 
and he did some <laughs> some plant medicine at this uh at this place called Rhythmia. Yeah. How did uh how did you find out about that and what was like your experience with like going to Rhythmia? Yeah, Rhythmia was amazing. It's uh I mean ayahuasca plant medicine. And uh I found out it through some some friends actually kind of around the, no Lewis. Actually met through Lewis. What what exactly? I mean just in case like if people don't know like the the people who are listening, what exactly is like ayahuasca just like a mini yeah, oh yeah, I was gonna get into that. But so like yeah, so that's how I and I I wanted I've been wanting to do ayahuasca for like probably a, a year or so now, which is a a plant medicine from an from an Amazonian tea leaf, really, and it contains DMT, which is like your body, your brain and your body already contains DMT, right? It's just like this kind of the the plant medicines will bring the will like access more, give you more DMT, so you have like an experience on it, and. I mean that you know I guess ayahuasca is kind of like all the rage these days, mm-hmm. um, in a certain sense. But it really is an amazing tool to dive into your subconscious and your you know your subconscious, your higher self, your intuition, whatever you want to call it, um, the divine within, the kingdom of heaven within. Um, so many different names for it, but I wanted to do it just because I've been on my own personal journey and like wanting to do the work to become a better human to live a more self-expressed beautiful life i mean you know we only have one life here on this planet and in this as this being as this yeah. meat suit as we were talking <laughs> about in this meat suit we have one you know as for until like technology changes you know maybe maybe altered carbon will happen and, and we'll be able to like port our consciousness to the next uh, meat sleeve um, <laughs> just like grab the consciousness throw it in another body yeah that's what they do just take the chip out put it in the back of the neck and you're in another you're in a sleeve but you know i i just want to like i want to be become a better version of myself every day and and there's tools to help you do that and i think the biggest thing that keeps us from doing that is our own past and our own like stories that we tell ourselves that trauma traumas you know we, we live in the past you know a lot of us and we can't let that go right and the the more we do let that go, the more we live fully. And I think you know, plant medicine has been a, is a huge, huge gateway to that. It's a whole and a faster gateway, I would say. They speed up the process because you can you can do this stuff without plant medicine. It'll take you years or a longer a longer amount of time. But I think plant medicine is a good way to to really like catalyze that process. Okay, so Rhythmia. So Rhythmia. rhythmia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Rhythmia, for me, like, I wanted to do it in a very safe place because I'd never done plant medicine before. I'd never not done ayahuasca before. and I wanted to do it in a place that, you know, they kind of handhold you, really. And it's, like, kind of bougier. Yeah, you told me it's mad <laughs> It's kind of like a really nice wellness resort <laughs> with ayahuasca. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a great... Um, and it's in Costa Rica. It's in Costa Rica. In Costa Rica. Yeah. Rica. Kyle Cease has been there. Like, he loves it. Like, might go, I might go back with him, which would be fun. But Hell yeah. Um, do, you know, do you know exactly, like, where in Costa Rica it's it is? It's near Tamarindo. 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 Yo, that's my favorite place in the world. I didn't even see Tamarindo. You didn't go to Tamarindo? <laughs> no, because we were at Rhythmia the whole time. And, ah. And you're, you're basically, it's programming the whole time you're there it's seven days the first it's either Saturday to Saturday or Sunday to Sunday whatever whatever you whatever your flight schedule works as 
Um, and Sunday night, they have breath work. So they start you with breath work. And then Monday morning, 9 a.m., they have like classes like to teach you about the medicine, to teach you how to maximize the medicine, how to optimize it to be able to get the most benefits out of it. And then they have a couple other classes that you can go to. You get like, all the food there is like completely clean. Um, you feel super healthy. Um, there's, I mean, they have like, they give you like three colonic cleanses. Which, What's that? Is that like oh, a tea or like a oh no. juice? Oh no, they you, you stick a tube up your what? <laughs> up your butt. Oh up my your butt, god! And you just like <laughs> this shit. No, literally is. I was I, I had never done one in my life, and I was like I I didn't even know what was happening. It was like an exorcism. Of what? Shit. Yeah. But it's it's good for you, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you don't want to do too many of them, but like you get three of them for the week. I could only do one. I was like, bro, I no. this is just zapped me of energy. Like we did it on the Sunday. <laughs> My buddy and I both did it. You know, obviously like not together, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we both like finished. The whole set. It was like 40 minutes and they're flushing water through your system. Oh my God. And bro. you have to like keep pushing it out and it's just like everything comes out and you're like, what the fuck? It's just what? bacteria. Yeah. Everything's well, coming out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting yeah. because like I, I interviewed the chief medical officer um, there yeah. um, uh, on my podcast. Right. And I was like, yo. What's up with the colonic cleanses? Because that I'm gonna need four days of ayahuasca to just get over the trauma from that. Because <laughs> that shit was traumatizing. I was like, what just happened to me? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, you know, like emotional trauma gets stored in your intestines and it gets stored in there, right? Your gut, your gut is your intuition. Yeah, when everybody talks about intuition, right? Like living with your intuition. I listen to my intuition. You know, my gut told me this, right? That's actually, your gut is an actual brain, right? Like you want to make your gut healthy so that like you can hear your intuition louder and stronger. And, and so that's kind of part of it, right? That's why you do the colonic cleanses is to like remove the shit, literally and emotionally and figuratively from your body so that you, you're cleaning your system. Um, you know, the medicine will help you do that as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, my experience was beautiful, you know. Like, I I had done a lot of work on myself over the last few years and kind of discovered some things and, you know, my childhood stuff. And so I already have a pretty good knowledge of, of some of that, you know. So for me, uh, and I think, I don't know, I've done ayahuasca once, right? So, like, I think, you know, if, you do, if you're already meditating and doing... Breath work. Breath work and self child self-help. Self yeah. You know, you're not, maybe you might not have as intense, an intense of a journey. You know, I think the medicine is going to go in and like excavate the trauma from your body. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, I have, <clears throat> I went through, you know, for me, judgment was a huge thing growing up, like being judged, the fear of judgment, and which just created more judgment, like me judging others in a certain sense. And so that was a big journey that I you know went through in ayahuasca was like realizing how judgment being afraid of it but also judging others really keeps me from experiencing a fuller like love to the fullest right like the you know 
because I'm busy judging everything. Mm. You know, the first night for me, I was like judging the medicine. Oh, I was like, oh, well, how does this control? How does this com- uh, compare to mushrooms? Because I love mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was some similarities, but then there was also like crazy, you know, differences. You know, the, that's why like you should do it two or three nights in a row. I think when you first start, because it takes you a couple of days just to get used to the the medicine. Right. Yeah, the medicine do whatever it wants it'll right. it'll take you where you need to go um but for me judgment was a big thing and and like then the they have they have three rhythm they have three uh intentions that they they teach you uh first one is um show me who i've become so you you want that you ask the medicine to show you the shadow of who you've become right like the shadow is the dark space the, the space that we don't want to go and visit you know, but once, if we do, and we can own it, then we can heal from it, and it doesn't affect us. And so, you know, for me, it, that's what it showed me, is that judgment is, is a huge key, and, and, or a huge factor in, the, in me being able to give and experience love. And so the second intention is merge me back with my soul at all costs. So once we, that shadow side, and where that comes from, right, in our childhood, is where our soul splits. When we're, when we're young and that's where we and the more we start living out of alignment from our authentic truth and who we are the more the more we get sick the more we let you know the more we just like crash and burn the more we hate life the more we're not happy uh, because we're not living in alignment with who we are and so the whole idea of merging your soul back with uh, is to come back into alignment to like be living your truth and living who you are and then the third one is heal my heart. Um, so you can go through all three of those. Some some times you can go through all three in a night, and sometimes it'll take you a couple nights. Um, but you know it's all very healing, right? The medicine will go into your subconscious and heal, and that's you know really what the medicine is doing. Is it's especially ayahuasca is it's pulling your subconscious to your your conscious awareness, your conscious mind, and almost like live real time helping you work through your past which is dictates and has controlled the way that you operate in this world today so if you want to operate and live a a happier life you want to create a higher happiness frequency you've got to get rid of the low vibration stuff in your in your life the trauma the stories the you know limiting beliefs the limiting beliefs the i'm not worth it i'm not worthy i'm not you know all this stuff we all have it i have it you know it's it's programmed like our our bodies are totally programmed to go there. The more we can let go and get rid of that and heal it, the fuller, the higher the frequency that we're vibrating in, the more happiness we are finding from the inside. So, yeah, and, and the plant medicine really like does that job. It does. It takes you there. It's beautiful. Would you say that? I mean, because obviously, like, you know, this topic is very controversial, but you know. Um, I think it should be talked about more because I think in a way like the world is waking up and is, you know, discovering new tools to use with, uh, with humans, with people, you know, because obviously like the whole, I, I don't know who was talking on stage the other day, but they were talking about like, they've lied to us. I think it was Kyle actually Mm. that he was talking about like in the eighties and the nineties, it was just like work, work, work money 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 chase the money chase the money yeah you know and i feel i don't know if you feel the same way but like 
now happiness is like the new rich. It's like the new wealth. Yeah. Happening now. Obviously, you know, Absolutely. people still want money, right? But more than anything, I think a lot of people are waking up to knowing like, wow, if I follow what I love and I follow what makes me happy, that that is true success and that that's mm-hmm. true wealth. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, we're such an experience, experiential culture now, right? Like people are valuing experience because it brings happiness over things. But we also got to like be careful of like not making ha- like experience our things, right? And seeking, I'll be happy when I have this experience, right? Right. And that we got to like get to the point where like we can become happy from within and peaceful from within. And that's, you know, takes loving yourself, which still is a concept that is very vague, you know, like when people like, I'm sure you probably heard this a lot, right? Like people are like, yeah, you don't love yourself. And like, like, what does that mean? (laughs) What does that even mean? You know what I mean? Like, you're like, but it just sounds so airy fairy and like way out there. And, you know, I'm still trying to grasp the concept, but I think it's really just for like being easier on yourself you know maybe for me it's being less judgmental about you know on myself of myself and uh and being more kind to myself and realizing that all this stuff doesn't even matter i think that's a big part of it too you know it's funny talking to kyle sees because he's like you know at the end of the day no this nothing you know doesn't matter whether you're still existing whether whatever happens you're still you're neutral right it's like your reaction to what happens creates the resistance which creates the unhappiness right bro can you say that again oh my god bro (laughs) can you can you say it again yeah everything so everything is neutral right everything is everything is neutral like this if i hit you know hit your toe flick your toe it's you know, you could choose to like feel the pain. You feel the pain, but do you react to the pain, right? You could react to the pain. I could. Yeah. But how you react to the pain. That's is, on me. That's on you, right? How people react to their circumstances on them. People have come out of dire circumstances like Oprah and Jay-Z. Like you have these icons that came out of poverty, right? It's what you choose to do with it and how you react to it. So, um, I totally didn't have, like repeat that, but. <laughs> <laughs> so so what I, yeah everything everything is neutral everything is neutral it's your resistance to what is happening that creates the unhappiness unhappiness and that unhappiness is you know basically just you resisting what is so the more you can accept what is in the moment the more you can be happy right for you what do you think happiness is for you out of all the the experience, the life that you've gained, because you're telling me that you've, you know, you've traveled all over the world, you're doing what you love. To me, that's what called me out to like be like, yo, this is like super cool. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely want to have you on the podcast because for me, that's successful people. Yeah. Like you're doing what you love, you know, you're traveling, you have good energy, you have good vibes, you're around cool people. That to me is like, you know, really cool. But I wanted to ask you, like to you, what do you think is is happiness for you? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And I think learning to be happy without 
but learning to be peaceful and accepting what is without needing all those experiences right because mm. like experiences can, uh, collecting experiences is, can almost be like collecting things and I live life on a freaking tear in terms of like experiencing it to the fullest like and I and I'm like clean like not a, not like a, a tear or a binge but like it's funny because Jesse what, did you hear Jesse Israel yesterday oh yeah because he was like he was like yeah what you can do is you can put one thing on your calendar this year you know a place that you want to go or yeah 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 and I'm like I I live life like 10x you know like I'm like or in terms of like I went to five countries new countries this year that I've always wanted to go to I went to Istanbul Turkey with Lewis did a shoot there I went to Morocco which was amazing I always wanted to go there I went to Finnish Lapland what's that the north pole like above the arctic circle in finland where there's reindeer and, and where there's santa claus santa claus <laughs> amanita mascara mushrooms and, like, northern lights and igloo like hotels and things like that and yeah i mean i, I still kind of like i have this thing where i want to experience as much of life as i can you know i think the one space for me that i'm trying to i just uh broke up with my girlfriend a couple months ago so I think there's, I've been just like looking at myself and like examining, I'm like, I feel like I've, there's this like space that's making me anxious of like not having somebody there mm. uh, because I had somebody there. And so like now I'm like, it's like detoxing, right? Like if you de- I detox from coffee, right? For a weekend, you're like, oh, I kind of walk, oh, like, and then <laughs> eventually you're just like, oh, I'm fine without coffee. And then now I'm trying to get back to that place where I'm just like, I'm fine without it, you know? And I, I am for the most part. And, um, I think I pour a lot of my energy into creation, creating things and making things, making hats, making photographs, making podcasts, making art. And so I, so sometimes I feel like I just like don't have enough time to do everything that I want to do. And that's probably also another thing to kind of examine within myself for inner happiness, right? Just being okay with what is and where I'm at, even as I move forward and grow. Of, like, what's in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, but not wanting something so badly that thinking that's what's going to fill me up, right? You know, that's... I'm wanting that next trip because that's what's going to fill me up. Yeah, because that would just take you out of the present moment. Yeah, exactly. And when you're, like, living life for... You know, people like, I need a trip to look forward to. Was that going to make you happy? Or is it, you know, what is actually going to make you happy? It's really like coming back to the present moment and being happy with what is. So I think training myself to be always living, coming back, it's like meditation, right? Like that is a meditation, is bringing yourself back to the present moment constantly. Like how many times do you have a conversation with somebody and your like mind is going over here? And then you're like, oh, wait, 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 I'm like having a conversation with somebody, so you bring it back, right? I usually take a deep breath, like, and that brings me back to the present of where I'm, the conversation that I'm in, or the present moment, or like, even if that's in my head, right, like if I'm thinking of something in the future, or thinking of something in the past, I'm like, wait, I'm creating unhappiness. Let's bring it back. (laughs) Bring it back to the center. Bring it back to the center. And it really is an interesting practice. If you 
if you got like right now, and we'll wrap with this question because I, I want to be respectful of your time. And we also have a party to get to. I don't know if you're, are you going to be going to the party? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I'm going to go turn it up. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, by the way, um, guys, if you, I think it's the Summit of Greatness. Is it like slash ticket if people want to go check it out too? Oh, I think it's Summit of Greatness slash 2020 for next year. Slash 2020. Yeah, it's the Summit of Great... Is it the or Summit of Greatness? Uh, just Summit of Greatness. Yeah, it? yeah. yeah it's summitofgreatness.com uh, slash 2020. If you guys want to check it out, it's a super, super cool conference. There's speakers and there's a lot of cool stuff. Yoga, meditation, definitely gonna... You guys should definitely check that out. Um, but yeah, dude, if you, if you right now could jump into your younger body your younger self and having all the wisdom that you have now what would you do <laughs> um like let's say like i snap my fingers you're 17 again but you know all the wisdom that you know now well if i was said like t- talking to my younger 17 year old self i would say just take more risks of life exploration do some psychedelics <laughs> experience the deeper world around you you know i grew up in a very christian conservative upbringing and that was you know very limiting in in the sense of understanding what's out there and uh, happiness really like i, I mean the religion really boggles my mind there's so much self-created guilt and self-created all this stuff you're like create this cage for your mind Mm. with religion which boggles me um you know i say tell myself to explore deeper and it's gonna be okay you're not gonna be judged for it i think i was worried about being judged my whole life mostly from my parents because of that because i I was up i was brought up so Mm. go deep go deep guys thank you so much for tuning in dude thank you so much for doing this bro this means yeah, like thank you this means so much to me bro um and i hope that everybody listening could like fucking be super inspired by this you know um because i know there's like all types of people listening to this and um i know that at the end of the day you know what people want is to be happy to be successful to be healthy um, to really find out what is in their conscious and their subconscious. Because I think a lot of people are in a depression or suicidal or have anxiety because they're very confused. Right. You know, they don't know who they are. They don't know what their purpose is. They don't know what, why they're here. Yeah. And that can cause a lot of confusion. But, um, but dude, yeah, dude. Like, thank you so much, man. Like, fucking when i met you last night like dude the energy was awesome like it was super cool you were wearing a cool hat i was like dude this guy's wearing a cool hat he's gotta be amazing oh dude if you want to plug in also your insta and your hat thing um what's your 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 instagram Uh, my main instagram is at nick onken n-i-c-k-o-n-k-e-n and uh the hats are as just at onken hat Onken, so, so that's O N K E N hats. Yeah. Onken hat, just hat singular, singular. Onken hat. Awesome, bro. Yeah, sweet. And people can go on to like the website and like order. Uh, the, I basically do like customs for people. Oh, okay. So just DM if you're interested. The- Dude, and by the way, they do like all the hats that you make. 
do they have like crystals in them or is that just like one that you just put no so my signature one of my signature pieces is putting a stick of selenite in in all the hats it's like it's like the highest vibrational stone and it clears clears the space it's like your antenna into the matrix <laughs> dude thank you bro thank you so thank much you. guys i love you so much nick loves you thank you guys so much for tuning into the happiness frequency and uh peace word later <laughs>